You know, I worked in the audio business for decades, years and years and years, but haven't done a podcast about it. Yeah, it? Well, I'm talking what we're talking about, which is what you're hearing. It's called sound. Sound good? Okay, well, except for me, of course. The processing, the content, the ambiance and such. We're talking about what you are hearing, and we're going to be talking all about sound. And trust me, there are lots of audio anecdotes to share with you over the next couple of minutes. So sit back, turn it up, and get ready for this episode of Street Curb Curiosity. Uh, I bet you're thinking this podcast is going to be about noise, but it's really sound, okay? But let's move. Let's move really fast, about 767 miles an hour, 767.269 miles per hour to be precise. That's getting from Philly to, oh, Springfield, Illinois, or Wisconsin, where they got cheese, in about an hour. In air travel, that's called Mach. That's called the speed of sound. A sonic boom occurs when something goes a little faster. And yes, you can see it too. Only two commercial planes have ever flown that fast. The Concorde and the Tupolev 144, a Russian plane. Boom! Very, very loud. Hence, it's one of the reasons why jet planes really don't fly that way in the sky above us today. The crack of a whip, well, that sound you're hearing is the breaking of the speed barrier. Four times faster in water, and even faster in steel. Okay, okay, let's go outside. Ah, what you're hearing, well, this is the sound of Philadelphia in the early evening. And you'll probably recognize some of the sounds. You know, you hear cars, trucks, traffic, crickets, wind, somebody banging something in the background. This is the hum of the city of Philadelphia. Eh. Quick question for you, which is louder, a car horn or a baby crying? A car horn or a baby crying? It's a baby. Loudest sound ever, ever on this planet? Well, it's the sound of an erupting volcano. Now, a jet, a jet plane, is about 150 decibels. Now, that's the unit of measurement for sound, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But that sound, that loud, is going to trash your hearing. It'll wreck your eardrum. What sound does a 747 make when it bounces? Boeing, Boeing, Boeing. Yeah, some of the sounds you're going to hear are really bad jokes, too. But anyway, who is credited with discovering sound? Well, our good friend Leonardo da Vinci. Yep, he made it into a science back in 1500. And by the way, there is no sound in space. So uh, there's going to be some hate mail over this, I'm sure. But all those scenes in Star Trek and Star Wars, all the fight scenes out in space, total bullshit. There is no sound in space. But, you know, it kind of sort of adds to the movie, right? You know, oh, by the way, flies, yeah, they hear absolutely nothing. As I was saying before, sound is measured in decibels, which are kind of sort of units of acoustic power. Now, if you will, think in your mind of the earthquake's Richter scale. It's not 10 more from 10 to 20, but by a factor of 10 for each decibel. So 10 dB, short for decibel, to 20 dB is not 10. It's like 100 times more. You start feeling pain around 120 dB. A car horn is about 110. A Ferrari is 98. Lawnmower, about 90. A loud thunderclap, it's about 120. By the way, it's not linear, like I said. 
100 decibels, eight times louder than 70. Now, the background noise in a restaurant, you know, when you can't really hear somebody uh, talking, that's a problem I have, that's about 60. Breathing comes in about 10. Now, a volcano eruption is about 180. And to geek you out even more, supposedly 194 dB is about as high as you can get. At that point, the sound waves start canceling each other out, and you actually can start seeing the sound as well. There are a few things that have gotten louder if you follow the science. It's been reported the Apollo Saturn rocket, that's 220 decibels. An atomic bomb blast about 250 feet away is about 210. Not that you want to be standing there. And by the way, 210 to 220 decibels, that is loud enough to kill you. That big-ass volcano eruption, Krakatoa, back in 1883, came in at about 310 decibels, heard over 3,000 miles away, really loud, and again, some of that sound you could actually see. The loudest shout, it's about 120, and that comes from an Irish lass and a teacher by the name of Annalisa Flanagan. Yep, she was yelling at the kids at about 121 decibels, so there. As they say, light travels faster than sound. Well, that's probably why people appear bright until you hear them speak. You know, there are some sounds you can't hear. You know, like the high pitches that the dogs can hear, those dog whistles. But also, movie producers used infrasound. Infrasound. Very low frequencies. They used them in horror movies. You can't hear them, but they create like a weird uh, mental anxiety. And it really works, and it really made movies scary. Friday the 13th, Paranormal Activity. Now, on the other hand, the guys from Mythbusters did a show on the effects back in 2005 saying like, okay, does this stuff really work? And per them on the show, Myth busted. Nope, doesn't it affect you at all. So who the hell are you going to believe? The loudest city on the planet? Shanghai, a consistent 85 dB. Now, if you recall, I said a lawnmower, running lawnmower, is about 90 dB. So imagine standing next to a lawnmower. That's how loud Shanghai in China is. That kind of makes you smile, doesn't it? Well, then there's Mumbai, uh, Kolata, India, Cairo, New York, Delhi, Tokyo, Buenos Aires. Uh, Zurich is the quietest city in the planet. Shh. There's also a quiet room in Minnesota. It has a negative 9 dB. Basically, you hear nothing. Yeah, you know, it makes sense, sort of, because you're hearing something all the time, except really in this room. Now, does it drive you crazy? It's kind of debatable, but you do hallucinate. Yeah, it starts, I don't know, doing weird things to your brain, and suddenly the kids in the white coats come and get you, and it can end up very, very poorly. But it's not all bad at like really low frequencies like we were talking about with infrasound. Whales, giraffes, peacocks, hippopotamuses, alligators, elephants, they all use really low frequency sounds to communicate with each other. Oh, by the way, what does a peeing pterodactyl sound like? Nothing. The P is silent. The P, letter P, pterodactyl, there's, now, uh, never mind. What sounds do we really like and uh, also not like too much? Well, that's all driven by a little piece of your brain buried deep inside, and they call it the amygdala, a little tiny piece of your brain. Now, bad sounds, per the scientists, 
a knife or a fork across glass. A knife across a glass bottle, supposedly the worst possible thing you could ever, ever hear in your life. It's going to freak you out. Whatever. Oh, by the way, whatever has been picked as the most annoying word that you can hear. Uh, like is the second one. Like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, whatever. Other tragic sounds are chalk on a blackboard, nails on a blackboard, a baby crying, an electric drill, a female screaming. Yeah. Brakes on a bike. Yeah, you've heard that before. Now, the good sounds. Which ones do you like? The most favorite ever? Well, it's water flowing, bubbling, you know, a fountain or a waterfall. That is considered the most pleasing sound on the planet. This also includes the sound of rain, the crash of an ocean wave, thunder, applause. They're also liked as well, too. There's also white noise. But did you know besides white noise, there's also pink noise, black noise, brown noise? We have names for animal noises. Bees buzz, cows moo, dogs bark, crows caw, camels grunt, chickens cluck, doves coo, grasshoppers chirp, frogs croak, goats bleat, cats purr, hyenas laugh, mice squeak, mosquitoes whine. Owls hoot, roosters crow, turkeys gobble, horses whinny. What does a cat say when it gets hurt? Meow. Yeah, okay, never mind. Many people use sounds to sleep, uh, going back to the white noise, which is kind of, what is white noise? Well, it's kind of sort of the equal amount of sound on all different frequencies, and they're all just as loud. By the way, pink noise, it's kind of sort of like white noise. But it's not pink. It's just the higher frequencies are turned down a bit, and uh, it's a bit stronger in brown noise. Now, by the way, brown noise is not named for the color. It's named for the guy who figured out what the hell brown noise is, and his name was Robert Brown. Now, to get this in your head, uh, brown noise, well, that kind of sort of sounds like that, you know, that constant rush that you hear from a waterfall or a heavy rain or the shore, you know, the beach crashing. Shore, beach, shore if you're from New Jersey, beach if you're anywhere else in America. It's softer in sound and a bit lower ended, but you just get that. <sighs> ha, yes. It sounds exactly like that. You know, some people say they can't sleep without sound. They need like a running fan. You could ask Alexa for ambient sounds. Sounds like a fireplace, rain, the ocean, a thunderstorm. I personally have used it. I even have an air purifier that will do kind of sort of the same trick. And I think it kind of fits somewhere into the pink noise sound. One out of ten like sound at night when they're trying to sleep. Eight out of ten people like silence. But the science shows that if you use sound, you actually do sleep better. You train your brain to relax because your brain is focusing on that sound. Not because of the sound itself, but how it really hides, you know, everything else. You know, the car horns and dogs and people and traffic. And so it's kind of like sound hiding sound. You hear me? And yes, you can hear while you sleep. But here's a little trivia for you. We're going off topic. You can't smell things when you're asleep. That, my friends, is a fact. Now, you're kind of thinking, well, wait a minute, you know, I'm brewing that morning coffee, the thing turns on automatically, and mmm, I wake up smelling the coffee. Eh, 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 doesn't work that way. That morning coffee smell does not wake you up. You wake up first, then you smell the coffee. Okay? Okay. Well, back to sounds. Ooh, what's orange and sounds like a parrot? Huh? A carrot. Oh, you remember a sound, too. It's called echoic memory. We supposedly recall or remember about eh, 10% of what we hear. You need to hear something over and over and over again to recall it. 
Advertising, folks, call that frequency. Now, seven times hearing a commercial is the golden number. Three times is really kind of the minimum. Uh, why? Well, you know, you hear about 25,000 words every day. There is just a lot of noise out there, people talking to you all the time. And unless you hear something at least three times, it just ain't going to stick in that little brain of yours. Well, how about that song that's stuck in your head? Well, 98% of us suffer from... Yes, it's called Stuck Song Syndrome, SSS. I'm not making it up. That's what they call it. Like, you'll never, ever, never, ever, ever, never, ever, ever let that ever happen again. Thank you, Taylor. You're going to shake it off. Shake it off, right? Ah, the earworm. Songs stuck in your head. Repetition is going to do that to you. And the obsessive-compulsive people that you know in your life, well, they suffer from it the most. It was once thought to be schizophrenia. Yeah, really screwed up in the head. Ah, imagine singing that Taylor Swift song to yourself in your head over and over and over again, and people thinking you're crazy. Now, how can that be? But you know, we really don't know why it really happens. By the way, the loop of that song in your head, it's normally about 20 seconds long, and it can last for days, hours, months. The worst or best song ever for an earworm? Now, now look, I didn't pick it. The scientists did. It's Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. Roma, Roma, ma. <laughs> You're hearing it in your head now, and it's going to be there for a while. I'm sorry. Bad romance, Lady Gaga, stuck in your head for a while. And better yet, they have not figured out any cure for an earworm. They have no idea what to do. Eh, you can start listening to another song and start the process all over again, but God, that is annoying. Oh, something else that's really annoying with sound? One of the biggest pet peeves is somebody not listening to you. Yeah, what did he say? I said not listening to you. Where were you? Maybe you just took about 13 minutes to ignore this entire episode on sound from Street Curb Curiosity.